On behalf of the priest and the parish staff here at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, I wish all of you a happy Easter. After the long days of Lent, we celebrate that Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. I've got to practice that. He is risen. He is risen indeed. You know, a few weeks ago, I made my way to Fishers for a Lenten penance service, and I believe that God guided me to a conversation for the purpose of this night, for this homily. At St. Louis de Montfort in Fishers, that was my first parish, and I have friends there, and I had the opportunity to have dinner with my friends named Mark and Lisa. Mark has always been into fitness, and at times, he gives me great health tips. Some, sometimes, I'm grateful. Other times, I regret taking that advice. For example, once, he talked me into running the mini-marathon, the dumbest thing I've ever done in my whole life. I am way too tall for long-distance running, and it rained, and it poured, and all I got out of the deal was blistered and a bruised ego as I finished near the very bottom, maybe. But other times, he has been inspiring. As we talked at dinner, he announced that he was no longer running after years of doing so and was trying something new. He told me that he arrives at the gym early in the morning and he grabs a 45-pound weight and he walks on a track, lap after lap after lap, switching from his right hand to his left every couple of laps. Okay, I have no idea whether that's a good plan or not. Personally, It sounded a little ridiculous to me. But I, too, go to our school gym early in the morning. It's quiet, and I run laps, and I pray, like the rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, intercessory prayers, morning prayer on my cell phone. People say, you're texting when you're walking, Father. No, I'm not. I'm praying. Leave me alone, right? And so on. So a month ago, I thought to myself, why not? I picked up a 45-pound weight in one hand, and my rosary in the other, and I decided to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary and the Divine Mercy Chaplet as I passed a 45-pound weight from the left to the right, lap after lap. And the first thing I picked up, the first thing I picked up the weight, I thought to myself, wow, this is heavy, right? And then I thought, you know, three to four years ago, you weighed exactly 45 pounds heavier. I lost some weight, and I wondered what gluttony did to my body during those years of obvious overeating. It's pretty sobering when you can actually feel the historic reality of your past sin. I started walking and praying, switching hands at each decade, right and left, right and left. I noticed that it's hard to walk straight when you're carrying a 45-pound weight in one hand and a little tiny rosary in the other. It's easy to lose one's balance. I intentionally, unintentionally rather, hit the wall sometimes. I bruise my leg. I nearly tripped a couple of times. And as I come to the end of each decade, I need to switch hands My arm starts to really, really ache. My breathing is labored. My hands have new calluses. It's also hard to stand up straight as the minutes pass. Everything seems to just fall apart towards the end. And it becomes hard to pray. Decades are lost, and it's frustrating. You know, Hail Mary full of grace. Gee, I wonder if these 45-pound weights are going to stretch my arms or look like a gorilla by Easter. Stop it. Pay attention. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. And eventually, that 45-pound weight became a lot less about health 
and more of a Lenten meditation for me on the weightiness of sin, on me and on the body of Christ. Sin, after all, makes it impossible for us to walk a straight path toward eternal life. We succumb to distractions. Sin can make us imbalanced as we fall, often more deeply into more sin. Sin wounds, like the calluses on my hands. A deeply sinful life starts to show up on the outside, like the effects of overeating or the effects of addiction. Sin is distracting. We lose the ability to pray effectively as we walk toward sin and away from God. And nearly every day, as I picked up that 45 pounds, I reviewed the wages of sin, as scripture tells us, as I made the laps early in the morning during the Lenten season. Sin is heavy. Sin deforms. Sin distracts. Sin frustrates us. Sin isolates us. Sin overwhelms us. Sin hurts us. Last last Monday, Monday of Holy Week, I started to think this whole exercise was silly. Maybe this is all just a figment of my imagination. But then listen to this. I finished the rosary in the Chapel of Divine Mercy as usual. I picked up my phone and prayed mid-morning prayer, traveling more lightly as I walked because I put that weight down. And the reading that morning really jarred me from Ezekiel 33. Our sins, the gospel, or the first reading says in the, in the noonday prayer, mid-morning prayer says, our sins weigh us down. We are rotting away because of them. How can we survive? And the reading continues, as I live, says the Lord God, I swear I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked man, but rather in the wicked man's conversion that he may live. Later, I picked up the catechism, was reading about sin. Sin is present in human history. Any attempt to ignore it or to give it this reality, other names, is futile. Try to understand what sin is. We must first recognize the profound relationship of man to God. For only in this relationship is the evil of sin unmasked in its true identity as our rejection of God and opposition to him, even as it continues to weigh heavily on the human race and on human history. Yesterday, the Stations of the Cross moved me greatly, most particularly the third over there, and the seventh, and the ninth stations, when Jesus, the Son of God, the God of the universe, falls under the weight of the cross. So I want out of sin as we begin this Easter season. How do we come to conversion of life? That thought led me to the fourth sorrowful mystery of the rosary, the carrying of the cross, my common Lenten penance I gave to people during confessions during Lent. It was a heavy cross, physically, and it was also spiritually heavy as Jesus, who was without sin, picked up all the weight of all of our sins and carried them to Calvary. The message of Lent for me this year was somehow, we have to bring ourselves and our sins, our weaknesses, greed, impurity, gossip, jealousy, 
all of those sins to the cross and hand them to Jesus to be crucified and done away with so that we can be free. As the acclamation at Holy Mass proclaims, save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. Interestingly enough, my body quickly restored itself after I put the 45-pound weight down, just like the soul can be restored in repentance when we hand the weight of our sins to Jesus. I discovered that running somehow seems easier and lighter, almost pleasant. Well, maybe almost pleasant. My body seems to be resurrected. I run straight. I avoid the wall. I don't fall. I focus on prayer and so on. In St. John's Gospel and his account of the resurrection, Jesus' resurrection evoked great excitement in Mary Magdalene, Peter, and the beloved disciple. Perhaps feeling that same redeemed lightness, Mary ran to tell Peter, who with the other disciple ran to see for themselves. Seeing, breathless, they euphorically believed that his body had not been stolen, that he had risen from the dead. All of the predictions, all of his prophecies started to come true. The implication of Jesus' rising are enormous to us. Not simply a rabbi, Jesus is the Son of God who destroyed the grasp of death, ransomed us from the weight of sin, and opened the door to eternal life. Death itself died on the cross. There is only life for those who follow the risen Lord. I ask myself as I I leave Lent, have I truly given my sins to Jesus through acts of repentance? Have I left them at the cross? Do I have a firm purpose to amend my life because of the resurrection of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ? Am I slow to understand the scriptures that Jesus had to rise from the dead as were some of Jesus' disciples? Or am I a runner like Mary, like Peter and the beloved disciple? Will I run in his ways, proclaiming his resurrection by a changed life, by a more conformed life to my Savior and Lord? Easter is an invitation to take faith seriously, to commit ourselves to its practice every single day. The good news is that each time we do so, and each time we fail but try again, we are running lightly toward Jesus, our door to eternal life. Almost 60 men, women, and children have been running toward Jesus and the sacramental life in the last weeks, months, and years at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Interestingly, they join 37,000 potential or future Catholics tonight who are coming into the church tonight. And they will be initiated and cleansed this evening. They will be freed from the heaviness of sin for no other reason than Jesus Christ, crucified and risen from the dead, loves each and every person in this room. Let us thank Jesus with our lives and celebrate his mercy, not just today, but in the next 50 days, the 50 days of Easter and beyond. 
for we have been ransomed from sin. What a great day for each of us. For Jesus Christ has risen. He has risen indeed.